Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Great to have you along with me today. You know, as we're moving deeper into the end times, one of the things I really didn't expect to be talking about was chickens. But today I've got to share with you some information on how chickens actually give us a big heads up to what's coming. About six years ago, there was a disease running through the chicken population called Merrick's disease. M-E-R-R-I-C-K-S. And Merrick's disease was killing a percentage of the chickens. And they developed a vaccine and gave it to the chickens and they weren't dying anymore. But it was a leaky vaccine. A, A leaky vaccine is one that controls symptoms but does not prevent contracting or spreading the virus. So the chickens were asymptomatic but were still carrying the virus within themselves and this caused them to become incubators for more deadly virus you know in nature when a virus mutates into a more deadly version it kills the host and that's where it ends and that's why typically over time viruses become less harmful because they don't want to kill the host they just want to spread But because of the vaccine, a leaky vaccine, the virus was allowed to remain in the chicken and the more deadly strains were developed and passed along. It got to the point where all of the chickens had to be vaccinated because if they weren't vaccinated, these new variants were 100% lethal. So they took something natural and through vaccination, it became 100% lethal. And you're probably already aware of the similarity to the situation you and I are living in right now. Wait a minute. We've got a virus like the chickens, and it's very viral and spreading. And a lot of people are being vaccinated so that their symptoms are reduced. Well, the same thing. COVID vaccines are also leaky vaccines. They do not prevent contraction. They do not prevent the spread You've got people everywhere carrying around this massive viral load and incubating more harmful variants of the virus. And it will more than likely get to the point where new variants are so deadly that they have a 100% kill rate to those who are not vaccinated. Now, the people who've been vaccinated need to realize that they're on this ride now for good. They are getting their boosters in the next few months. Israel is already rolling out booster number one, and some have had their fourth injection, booster number four already. Trudeau here in Canada has bought seven vaccinations for every man, woman, and child in Canada rolling out to 2024. That's the timeline they've established that they're going to get seven needles in you before 2024. They knew this all along, that you would be a literal walking pincushion and that over time, as worse and worse variants are spread, the the only way you will survive them is to be fully vaccinated. And it will get to the point where you need their shot or you're a dead man walking. You have to take their shot. This is what they're doing right now. It really is proving itself 
to be, as some have said, a biological warfare. We are living in World War III. It's a soft kill. We're, we're really unaware. The, the war is being waged on two different fronts. One is biological, and using these vaccines, using the healthcare system, the cover of health and safety, the influence of the CDC and other international groups and agencies, and the other is misinformation, people going out and spreading disinformation far and wide. I've seen so many people telling us, you know, you're an idiot for thinking that horse dewormer is good for you. You won't take a vaccination that would save you, but you will take horse dewormer. It just goes to show that you're not mentally competent. Uh, I've seen a lot of that, a lot of warnings not to take horse dewormer, and in fact, that very product they're talking about is pure ivermectin. It's the exact same thing given to humans. And the results of ivermectin are very good. If, if the World Health Organization had listened to my advice eight months ago, I did a podcast saying ivermectin can end the pandemic. And it could have done that eight months ago. But now the misinformation campaign is telling people, avoid this conspiracy theory that horse dewormer is going to save you. But you know what? Looking forward, we can't rely on what works now. Right now in South Africa, a new variant is cropping up called the Doomsday Variant. And it's apparently far mutated from the original that came out of Wuhan. And they're, they're saying that the vaccines won't have any effect on it, that natural immunity is unlikely to have any effect on it, and it's very, very virulent. It could spread across the globe in a whirlwind fashion. And this has me really sitting up right now and taking notice that Israel is the most, one of the most vaccinated countries in the world and experiencing a health crisis. Hospitals overrun, people getting very, very sick, even though they're double and triple dosed. Yes, even with the boosters, they're getting the breakthrough cases and starting to realize that the pandemic isn't going to be, one, only worsened by the vaccines. There are little bits of good news here and there. One of them is that Israel has developed uh, an inhaling medication that within hours of inhaling this, it kills the COVID variant in your lungs. Um, Regeneron, based in Texas, is another substance that goes directly to the COVID virus in your body using the white blood cells from mice that have been trained to attack COVID um, cells, infected cells, and it's working very well. Other countries are waking up to the fact that ivermectin works very well. So there are glimmers of hope overall. But unfortunately, wherever the vaccine has been proliferated, which is primarily the Western democratic nations, you know, Russia, China, India, Africa, for the most part, they are not using these mRNA vaccines. It's Western democratic nations, and that's what brings me back to this potentially being World War III. If 
within our ranks are enemy combatants who have been bought and paid for by the CCP to spread misinformation, to roll out these mRNA vaccines, knowing full well that they will destroy the immune system and with, at a time when more deadly variants are coming along, we could see an absolute cratering of Western democracies. And that coming together at the same time as supply lines are beginning to break down, um, I believe very strongly this fall is going to be a period of real unrest. You know, Bill Gates was giddy. Bill and Melinda on a C-SPAN interview, they were giddy talking about the next pandemic, and Bill assured us that this one would get people's attention. He had insider information, and it was all he could do not to just spit it out right there and say, ha ha, you're all going to die. He really is an immature nerd who never socially grew up, who finds himself with a tremendous degree of wealth and power, and he's just giddy over the idea of this massive die-off. Um, what's going to happen when the United States military is fully vaccinated, healthcare workers are fully vaccinated, police officers, government workers, the, the kind of overseers of the whole Western machine, when they're all sick, or dead, what's to become of us? I think that this fall is going to be a difficult time for many, many people, primarily in the Western world, and that we need to be prepared. Um, I think it was Alex Jones was saying, you know, preppers are prepared for power outages, for cyclones, um, things of that nature for short spans of time, but what we need to be prepared for is the long haul, long term, and one of the things that we really need to be looking after right now is our health, our natural immune systems, and making sure that they are in peak operating condition, and hopefully we have all been exposed to the initial COVID and have developed antibodies from all that I've seen, those natural antibodies, and this was researched and proven in Israel, natural immunity is 13 times more effective than vaccinated immunity. So if you've got natural immunity, you have something wonderful, a treasure to be held onto moving forward. But we want our natural immunity to be at its strongest. And I'm not a guru on that, but uh, what I do know is vitamin D3, zinc, vitamin C, we need to be taking these things. We need to have aspirin, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine on hand, and as soon as we become symptomatic, and the first thing you'll experience is a loss of taste and a loss of smell, um, it will, you know, develop into flu-like symptoms, but that's your warning sign to start treatment. And with the ivermectin, from what I understand, is a pea-sized bit of that horse paste twice daily for five days. And treating that daily with zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to boost your immune system. I've heard, um, what is that little white pill that you take to sleep better? 
that's in Turkey. Uh, it will elude me until I don't need to remember it. But I've heard that as well. Um, it's a sleeping aid that... Uh, I wish I could remember. But we need to be on our game with our own immune system and hold fast. And I really hope you've taken my advice and you have your food supply, your water filtration, a bicycle, um, a means of shelter, these things on standby and you don't want to be living in a large city come this fall. These are things that we really want to take care of. Now, there's going to come a time when we start to see people getting very sick and the government responding with heavy-handedness, lockdowns like you can't imagine, military checkpoints between towns preventing you from traveling. And I think all of this is staged to be unleashed on us this fall. And we have to do our thinking, our planning, and our moving before it's too late. But... I want to share a passage of scripture with you. I want us not to be like those who have no hope. Not to be living in a ball of anxiety and fear as those who have no hope. Because our hope is on its way. And this comes out of Revelation chapter 2. Jesus' letter to the church of Ephesus. He says, the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand. The one who walks among the seven golden lampstands. So this is our Lord, this is our Master, this is our King, our Messiah, our Savior, our God. He holds the seven stars in the palm of His hand. He walks among the seven golden lampstands. He is not like us. He is entirely wonderful. I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance... And I think that he knows that about us as well, that he knows that we're struggling in this time to hold fast. We're doing the right thing. We're telling our friends. We're sharing the gospel in places where it's sinking in and people are waking up and realizing that, man, this is not normal life anymore. Something big. I can feel the whole earth moving and I don't know what's going on. We're, we're telling them. I know that you cannot tolerate evil men and you put to the test those who call themselves apostles. And like me, you're, you're confronting people who are teaching fallacies, teaching get-rich-quick theology, teaching a, a Jesus-saves-everybody theology. You're out there speaking the truth from Scripture. We cannot tolerate those who call themselves apostles. For instance, the Church of Sweden and its transgender depictions of Jesus. The United Church and its embracing of the gay pride movement. Pastors who are telling their parishioners, I can't give you a medical exemption, uh, a religious exemption for COVID-19. Show me in the Bible where it says vaccines are wrong. These are going around calling themselves pastors, but we know that they are false disciples, false apostles. And they're not, and you found them to be false, and you have perseverance and have endured for my name's sake. I think we can all safely say that we are in that camp right now. But listen to this. In verse 4 he says, But I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Therefore, remember where you have fallen and repent and do the deeds you did at first. 
or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of its place. Now, we don't want our lampstand removed. We need to listen to what Jesus is saying to us here. He's saying, remember what it was like when you were first born again. Remember the joy, that, that endless excitement for the Word of God, that hunger to know the truth that was abiding in the Scriptures, that intimacy that you experienced in prayer, in raising your hands to heaven and reaching out to your Father, the joy in that communion and fellowship, that divine spark that abides within you and fills you with joy, with light, with laughter, with the assurance that your Father in heaven is very near to you. Don't forget that. Don't lose that. Hold on to that above all else. And, you know, we have the assurance that our Savior is moving towards us even now. Even though we see the enemy advancing on every front right now, behind him is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and he's gearing up for battle. So they're starting something that they're not going to finish. Our Lord is on His way to finish it. Hold fast, hold firm, and don't forget your first love. God bless you all.